Hey friends, welcome to Boss Barista, the podcast about workplace equity and employee empowerment in coffee and beyond. I'm Ashley Rodriguez. A quick story before you listen to this episode. A few weeks ago, the folks at Amor Perfecto reached out to me. They're a coffee roaster based in Bogota, Colombia, and they offered to send me coffees from a new project that they were launching. It's a collaboration with the Frida Kahlo Corporation, and they wanted to highlight women coffee producers and innovators within the country's specialty coffee scene. After I tried the two coffees that they sent me, they asked if I'd be interested in talking to the women who actually grew the coffees. And the two coffees couldn't be more different. One was coffee from the Tolima region in southern Colombia and was grown by Astrid Medina, who actually won Colombia's Cup of Excellence, which, if you don't know, is a national competition that awards the country's best coffees, and she won that award in 2015. The other coffee came from northern Colombia in the Sierra Nevada de Santa Maria mountain range and was grown by Luisa de Salazar. Both growers were kind enough to share their triumphs and hardships with me on this podcast. So with that story said, a quick note about this episode. I highly recommend following along with the transcript because there's going to be sudden shifts from English to Spanish. I ask all of the questions in English. Astrid and Luisa then respond in Spanish while the Amor Perfecto team joins in and shares translation duties as we go along. The result is a warm, albeit rough and tumble episode. There are multiple voices and moments where people talk over one another and places where the sound quality dips. For Astrid in particular, who was recording outside of her farm, there are a couple of dips. Regardless of those audio hiccups, however, I believe hearing people tell stories in their own words is deeply valuable. And I hope you enjoy hearing from the folks who make your daily coffee possible. I couldn't be more honored to introduce Astrid Medina and Luisa de Salazar. So thank you both so much for taking time to talk with me. We actually have a lot of the Amor Perfector team here, and then we also have Luisa de Salazar and Astrid Medina, and then Luis Fernando Velez will be translating for us. Um, so I'm going to be asking questions, and then you'll hear Luis uh, translating those answers for us. So to start, I was wondering if both of you could talk about what it was like growing up in Colombia around coffee. Buenas tardes. Eh, para mí representa la felicidad. Yo creo que soy la mujer más feliz. Soy la mujer más feliz de poder haber nacido en el campo, haberme creado en el campo con tanta naturaleza y con tantas bendiciones y ahora poder ofrecer al mundo un, un buen café. I'm the happiest woman in the world. I am really happy of being born in a farm surrounding by all the forest and all the blessing that I have here. Now I'm more than happy because I can offer my coffee to everyone to everyone in the world. Luisa. 
Para nosotros es un orgullo haber podido conservar tanto tiempo la finca. Están todos los recuerdos de la infancia, de la juventud y todo. No vivimos allá en este momento, pero siempre estamos en contacto y es lo máximo haberla podido porque era el sueño de, los, de nuestros padres. Entonces, haber podido llegar a realizar todas estas cosas ha sido una, una gran experiencia. Nos mantiene muy contentos. We are very proud to keep the farm for more than 60 years. Uh, to me, all the memories come back to my mind uh, when we were a child and we traveled to the farm with our parents. And we are very happy to keep the farm and to offer this product to all the world. Uh, when I think about coffee, all the memories of the farm come to my mind and it's been a huge effort uh, to keep the farm in the hands of the family and to produce a good coffee today. So both of you come from family farms and I was wondering if you could talk about when you decided that that was what you wanted to do. Was it always obvious that you were going to take over the farm and be involved in the farm or was there a moment where you thought, Maybe this is not what I want to do, but then you changed your mind or something changed your mind. Astrid. Yes. Don Luis, en un momento yo no quería ser caficultora porque no era una experiencia gratificante la que vivía mi padre produciendo cabezas normales con precios bajos. Entonces yo veía que había muchas necesidades. Astrid, en un momento no quería ser un caficultor. Because at that time, I was looking to my father suffering, producing regular coffees at a very low price, with a lot of necessities at the farm. Pero cuando decidimos participar en concursos de calidad y miramos que es produciendo café de calidad podía cambiar nuestra calidad de vida, indiscutiblemente nunca lo he pensado y nunca me he querido devolver. Me he querido quedar siempre aquí, produciendo café de alta calidad. But when we decided to start to participate in contests of high-quality coffees and we saw the results, that moment we said, I don't want to go back. We will stay here producing very high-quality high coffees and I don't think to go back to anything else than coffee. Risa. Para nosotros, la finca muchos años, o hasta no hace tantos años, eran nuestros padres los que la manejaban y de eso dependíamos todos. Entonces, gracias a la finca pudimos hacer otras cosas. Yo soy odontóloga, ya estoy retirada porque los años ya fui profesora universitaria, regresé y ya mi madre falleció, entonces he tomado las riendas de la finca. Entonces, ha sido siempre estar en contacto con él. Uh, in our case, it's different because for us, the coffee was everything. Uh, I can go to college because of the farm, but my mother passed away. Uh, I am a dentist, uh, and thanks to the coffee, I can study to become a dentist. But then when my mother died, and because I am retired as a dentist, 
I took over the farm and we are running the farm and having it and keep it to produce good coffee. So it seems like for Astrid, uh, the idea of competition and entering coffees into high quality coffee competitions really changed what coffee was like for you. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about entering coffee competitions and then what it was like to win the Cup of Excellence. Bueno, eh, en el año 2014, eh, nosotros en la finca inicialmente teníamos muchos caturros, café caturro en toda la zona, pero hubieron años muy difíciles donde empezó a llegar la roya y acabar con nuestros capitales y también con nuestras cosechas. Entonces, Federación Nacional de Cafeteros lanzó una variedad de café que se llama Castillo. En el, en el año 2014, para la gente que producía café Castillo, eh, había un programa que se llamaba LH Time. Eso era para gente que tenía esa variedad y recogíamos a las cuatro semanas. Era como cosechas tardías. Entonces, tenía que dejar que el grano estuviera muy maduro, buscar una fermentación adecuada y nos daban el precio base más el factor más 300 mil pesos en carga. Así obtuvimos un cupo para 40 cargas de café de nuestra finca y pues tuvimos un ingreso que me empezó, nos permitió empezar a hacer inversión en la infraestructura. En el año 2014, tuvimos muchas caturras en el farm y el rosleaf came and almost destroyed everything. And the FNC established a program with a new variety called Castillo, and also a program that was called NH Time, which uh, was promoting the idea to pick the cherries at a very, in the very last moment, more overripe. And in that program, they pay us the basic price with the factor plus 300,000 pesos per carga, which allows us to improve uh, the infrastructure of the farm. En el año 2015, eh, eh, ya mucha gente de nuestra zona participaba en Tasa de la Excelencia. Entonces, eh, nosotros estamos de 1,780 a 2,000 metros y, y está, estábamos trabajando con el segundo semestre, con la traviesa. Eh, nos, eh, decidimos participar con mi esposo en Tasa de la Excelencia. Él decidió poner el lote a nombre mío. Eran 16 cargas para poder cumplir con este café. Entonces hicimos eh, con Castillo, Caturro y Colombia. Todavía teníamos, todavía seguíamos con la idea de que podíamos producir Caturro. Participamos y fue así como obtuvimos el primer puesto en el año 2015. En el año 2015, muchos de nosotros de nuestra región estaban participando en la Copa de Excelencia. Y decidimos en el programa in we were working with the harvest of the mitaka, which is the second semester uh, uh, harvest. And we used a blend of Castillo, Colombia, and Caturra. And we need to put 16 cargas of coffee to enroll. And they enroll with the name of Astrid together with her husband. So they present the coffee and that's how they win. That's a good point to 
point out the idea that, you know, I have these two coffees here from Amor Perfecto and they have your names on them. They have Luisa's name. They have Astrid's name. And I was wondering if you could talk about how that feels and how important does it feel to feature women who are producing coffee? Yeah. Muy contenta y muy orgullosa, la verdad, ha sido una cosa increíble. Llegáramos a la Feria Nacional de los Cafés Especiales en Bogotá y que las personas que estaban dijeran, ay, esa es la señora que está en la bolsa, es una cosa muy gratificante. La verdad, es el, ahí sí que es el fruto de la cosecha. Gracias a Luis Fernando y a todo el entusiasmo que le ha puesto y hemos logrado con el doctor Mata y todas las personas que nos colaboran obtener una calidad extraordinaria en el café y haber podido ganar el primer premio. I feel very proud. Uh, I'm very happy of coming to a show, a coffee show, and people saying, oh, there is the lady that is in the back. Uh, and since then, we feel very happy to do it, and that's thanks to uh, all the effort that people like Manuel Mata and you know a key people that has supported us and give us the possibility to produce this coffee. And it's also thanks to Amor Perfecto that puts us into uh, the featuring uh, the coffee in the back. That's it. Don Luis Fernando, no hay palabras para describir tanta felicidad y tanto orgullo que siente uno de ser productor de café. I have no words and ways to, to express my happiness of being a coffee grower. Yo creo que yo siempre he resaltado que uno solo como productor no lo podría lograr jamás. Que es estar conectado con una empresa como Amor Perfecto que hace la otra parte que nosotros como productores no sabemos. I de, have always said that we as a growers alone cannot do everything. It's being connected with companies like Amor Perfecto that we can do the best job because we don't know what they know to do. And adelante, Astrid. Eh, yo creo que solo nunca lo lograríamos porque a veces uno se dedica a trabajar y a trabajar y desconoce otras, otras oportunidades que, que hay en el mundo. Y yo creo que es gracias a Amor Perfecto y a cada una de esas personas que deciden apoyar a un productor y, y, a, y hacer de que esa calidad de vida en cada familia cada día mejore más. Ahora decía doña Luisa... Que, que cada vez que mejora la calidad de vida de uno como productor, también mejora la calidad de vida de la gente que trabaja con uno. Uh, alone, we cannot do it. I think it, it's with the effort of everybody. Companies like Amor Perfecto and all the people around Amor Perfecto and all the people that work with us. As uh, Luisa was saying, as long as our quality as long as our life quality improves all the people around us improve her, her their, their quality I mean if the salaries of the farmers are better 
the salaries, if the payment of the farmers is better, the salaries of the people at the farm level are better and all are in a more uh, happy way, I would say. So it seems like there's a lot of really tangible value to being connected to a coffee roaster that is going to promote you. So having someone like a more perfecto, for example, put Luisa and Astrid on their bags has had a very positive, tangible influence on their outcomes. Like they're making more money and things like that. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what it means to have market access. Um, and if there was a time maybe before, maybe you didn't have that market access where things were different. Um, I think Astrid was even talking about, um, her father getting paid a lot less before and seeing how hard it was to grow coffee when you weren't making as much money. Does that make sense? That's a complicated question. Is, is that a question for me or for them? Uh, a little bit for both of them, because I imagine that it, it, there must have been a big difference, like being able to have like a national or international platform versus maybe not having that same market access share. Sí, es completamente diferente y estamos muy contentos y muy agradecidos de verdad con Luis Fernando, con Hugo, con todas las personas que han logrado que lleguemos a este momento porque nada que ver con lo que era antes, era el esfuerzo de todo un año porque nosotros no tenemos dos cosechas, tenemos una sola a final de año y llegar y a dudas penas alcanzaba para los gastos que bien nos iba. Uh, as she's saying, it, it makes all the difference in the world. Because, you know, in, in the past, when there wasn't a differentiated price, uh, and, and there wasn't a, a, a buyer who would recognize through pricing and image um, the, the, their efforts, they were barely scratching uh, an existence by producing and then selling their one one crop a year, which is the harvest season, is entering for Sierra Nevada right now. So she said, they basically says it makes all the difference in the world. Por supuesto, que un tostador nacional como Amor, como, como Luis Fernando, de, de la oportunidad a hombres y mujeres de posicionar su café en el mundo es una oportunidad grandísima, grandiosa. Por eso es que ahora yo no me quiero ir nunca de mi finca. Quiero trabajar y trabajar y, y, y replicar nuestro modelo con muchos más de nuestra zona. Que mucha más gente vea la oportunidad tan grande que uno se pierde de pronto por desconocer el camino o por tener temores. Pero don Luis Fernando, en, en, en el país, don Luis Fernando Vélez en el país, ha hecho que, que el mundo nos reconozca y eso indiscutiblemente ha cambiado la calidad de vida de nosotros y de la gente que trabaja con nosotros y de nuestras familias y así ahora uno puede invertir y, y, y hacer cosas en nuestra unidad productiva. So, Ashley, I mean, Ashley yeah, is, says there's absolutely no way they could have done this without the dedication of of a national roaster that's now turning into an international brand, long overdue. 
um, and that you know without without the, the dedication and the, the the different business model of of uh, Amor Perfecto, they couldn't accomplish what it. She she loves working in her farm. She just repeats it every time she talks about it. That now she doesn't have to worry about scratching uh, a sur- an existence, a sur- trying to survive rather thinking more about the future and how she can make things better and better. She never wants to leave her farm. And she says that the partnership with Innova Kit and Amor Perfecto makes all the difference in the world for what she wants to achieve now as a coffee farmer. So maybe this is a question for you, but it seems like market access is a huge, huge differentiator between being able to scrape by versus being able to excel and thrive and maybe even win the cup of excellence one year. Actually, I, look, I, Luis Fernando's been doing this for 23 years. I've known him for seven since. And his model is just completely different. He starts, we always say we work for the farmers. It's not the other way around. So he, he knows being in Colombia what, what, what a fair price is. And he won't, pay, he won't pay anything other than a fair price. Even He just won't do it. So... Yes, and, and to do that, he, it's, so we work for the farmer. That means we have to make sure the farmer's happy. And, 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 and it's, it's, a, it's a pact that we will take care of you and, and you produce and, and coffees that, that are of the high quality that you can't produce, and we'll make sure the world knows this. And so that, that's just, that again, Luis Fernando and Amor Perfecto would never do this any other way. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, um, because we haven't really talked a little bit, we haven't talked too much about, um, Luisa's family and her farm. And I was wondering if she could give us more of a background about her family and her father and how they started their farm. Sure. Sure. By the way, I, Luis can say, um, Luisa is a, is a, is an odontologo. Odontologo is, a you know, orthodontist. I think it is. Yes. So mm-hmm. she worked in, in, as an orthodontist, but she always had her, her ties to, to the farm that, that helped pay her education and her career. And so she knew she was going to go back and she's happy to be back. Mi padre era italiano, vino a Colombia, emigró, vivió 51 años aquí hasta que falleció hoy. ¿No? Y él, su sueño le parecía divino, él era del sur de Italia, las montañas aquí de la sierra, y la cercanía del mar, porque a 12 kilómetros de Minca, que es una de las regiones de la Sierra Nevada, está el mar. Entonces a él ese contraste le parecía lo máximo, por el que no encontró las estaciones ni nada, sino un clima ardiente todo el tiempo en Santa Marta. Entonces allá en la finca encontraba una temperatura deliciosa, el cambio completamente de clima y de todo, y el cultivo del café lo subyugó, y ese fue el sueño, siempre era como sentir que se había ganado la lotería, poder tener, no le importaban, no sumaban, no restaban, era con el amor y todo darle a la finca y así vivieron y nosotros en memoria de ellos hemos yo me hecho cargo de todo. Uh, it's, it's a, uh, she's a great answer. She, her father uh, fell in love with the Sierra Nevada, you know, and, and the idea of, of doing something um, to grow things in the mountains. And the, the special thing about Sierra Nevada is um, that it's about 15 kilometers from 
from the Caribbean. And so, so he, so he said, she said he just enjoyed for 50 plus years, the proximity of the ocean and the incredible temperature. And, and the, so he, he got completely addicted to producing coffee up in the mountain. And it was, he, he, she says that he felt like he had won the lottery um, with, with those circumstances. And so, you know, she just, she grew up in, in that very positive environment and she just wants to continue doing this. And, 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 and much to what Australia said, you know, the, 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 these, these farmers, they, they love what they do. Okay. And, and, and that's, that's what she's expressing. That's incredible. It must be so lovely to absolutely love what you do and also get to experience something that you can drink, something that you can hold in your hands. So, uh, going back to Will's question a little bit, um, how would you describe your coffees? Bueno, yo creo que, que mi café es, es el resultado de un esfuerzo mutuo de mucha gente que quiere hacer las cosas bien. Siempre he seleccionado uno a una cada cereza, retirando los verdes y los pintones. Siempre son cafés que van flotados. Siempre son cafés que son producidos con todo el cariño del mundo. Siempre estamos muy enamorados de, de, de realizar una gran tarea. Entonces, yo siempre que estoy seleccionando en las paseras o estoy haciendo flotes, o estoy mirando el café que traen los recolectores, siempre quiero que los mejores granos sean los que son, los que son seleccionados, son los que son para esos microlotes que siempre nos compramos perfectos. Ok. So, de, de, doña Luisa, ahorita déjame responderle lo, lo que dijo doña Steve. So, so Ashley, what she's saying is, it's, this is a team effort. This is you know, a dedication and a team effort of making sure the cherries are picked um, when they're when they're ripe. And you know, you've seen how they paint their nails. You know, each each of the coffee var varieties has its own ideal uh, maturity level of ripeness, and it has to do with the co color of the cherries. So they paint the, the fingernails and to understand which is the right color to pick. Okay, and and so she's. What she, what she said is, I mean, she takes enormous pride in, in the, she calls it micro lots that are the most select coffees of, of her farms and, and the neighborhoods and, and that, that they only pick the absolute best for the lots that they sell to, to a more perfecto. Okay. And, and that's, you know, they're just methodical that, 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 that's how they do it. Okay. El café de nosotros es el más sabroso que usted se pueda tomar, la verdad es muy suave es con un sabor a cacao y a flores, a frutos, es, es una cosa exquisita. No sabe, la tostión que le hace Luis Fernando es increíble y hemos logrado, nosotros hemos mejorado, como dije anteriormente, los cultivos y hemos mejorado el proceso del secado y, y el beneficio del café para obtener cada vez una mejor calidad Y hemos hecho todo el esfuerzo, tanto económico como físico, como emocional. Y como decía Astrid, prepararse pepa por pepa del café, que no se vayan las verdes, que, que todo sea la máxima calidad, las paseras, 
el todo, 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 no escatimamos sus esfuerzos y le ponemos todo el entusiasmo y todo el amor a lo que estamos haciendo. La verdad, es, ha sido un una gran premio de la vida porque, porque se ven los resultados. I, I, I the, only, the only thing better than the question were the answers, okay? So, what, what, what they're saying is that, the, you know, they are... They're very careful. They pick, they make sure every, you remember all, you know, all the coffee in Colombia is hand-picked. There are no machine picked coffees in Colombia, but they take extra care so that the right ripeness for each one of their beans. So Dona Luisa says that she, her coffee has a very, has a very noted chocolate flavor that's characteristic yet is very elegant at the same time. Um, and she thinks it's the best coffee in the world. Um, you know, it's, it, Again, that's the beauty of Colombia. The, the coffee of Sierra Nevada tastes very different than the, than the coffee of, of Tolima. And, and it just, you know, you can tell the difference when the, when the beans are fresh. And you can decide, well, today I feel like this. So she said she, they take enormous pride in, in producing the best coffee. And that, that she knows that uh, Luis Fernando and the Amor Perfecto roasters will, will take this product that they're so proud of and roast it into perfection to produce the coffee that they want people to drink. What would you want drinkers of your coffee or people on the consuming end of the coffee supply stream to know about you and your coffees? Sigan consumiéndolo porque le hemos puesto todo el cariño y todo el entusiasmo, toda la energía para que cada cosecha sea mejor que la anterior y puedan disfrutarlo intensamente. She's saying she, she, she's asking people to continue to drink it because so they so they they can appreciate all the all the dedication and love that has gone into making the coffee so that they they year upon year they can produce it better and better okay and and, and I look at I've been drinking Lisa Guaragna's coffee for four or five years with a, with a more perfect Bogota now and now here it changes every year it, it's actually this is the best year of her coffee, I, I personally have tasted. Okay, now, Luis, uh, I see dropped off. I don't, let's wait for her to reconnect. I'd love to ask her the same question. Great question. There she is. Bueno, lo que yo quiero que los consumidores de, de nuestro café, bajo la, bajo la marca Amor Perfecto, eh, y quieran tomar siempre y se sientan felices. Sientan... She wants people to be happy when they drink her coffee, okay, and to enjoy it. And the coffee that she makes, and is, that she specifically said, is roasted by Amor Perfecto, and that people are happy, and so, so much happy that they recommend the coffee to other people, so that her coffee becomes more and more uh, recognized and, and enjoyed around the world. I was wondering if both of you could talk a little bit about the future of your farms. What for you are you looking forward to and what for you represents success? Mire, okay. eh, en mi finca yo siempre sueño con mejorar. Cada día que mi finca sea una, una granja productiva con menos necesidades. Eh, ya les decía que mi finca va de 1780 a 2000 metros. 
tenemos lotes casi sobre los 2.000 en los cuales los trabajadores tienen que cargar ese café al hombro. Yo quisiera hacer una inversión de una garrucha o de un cable, ¿cómo puede ser más fácil para nosotros y para ellos trabajar? Eh, quisiera tener en mi finca un comedor mucho más amplio, donde, donde no quedáramos como tan acosados. Quisiera realizar en mi finca muchas más unidades sanitarias para que no se hicieran tan pequeñas las que tenemos. Son inversiones a futuro que uno siempre sueña para mejorar la calidad de vida nuestra y de la gente que trabaja con nosotros. De que la gente que trabaja con nosotros tenga menos riesgo de tener accidentes. Ok, déjeme traducir. So she always wants to improve her coffee. Ok, and, and, and she's thinking about how to, how to make things better and, and how to make life better for her, her, her workers. So, I think, I don't know if you understood, she has a, you know, the, her farm starts at 1,700 meters, goes up over 2,000. And that's a long way to haul um, um, the beans up and down, okay? And so she'd love to have a, a, a more, a pulley system, I guess, is what is what she's talking about. And um, and improve um, the, the workers, you know, the, the, not only efficiency, just make it easier for her. She also would like to build out a, a new, Uh, dining area for them to, to be able to have you know a better meal and more relaxed environment. She's always thinking about how to make things better for her farmer and how to make better coffee. Do, Doña Luisa, cuénteme usted qué, qué aspiraría para el futuro de su finca y su café. Eh, posicionarnos cada vez más y más y más y llegar a ser los mejores de Colombia y los mejores de la Sierra Nevada de Santa Marta, la verdad. Necesitamos que ojalá las vías de acceso a nuestra finca mejoren porque las vías no son tan buenas y como decía Astrid, una carrucha para no tener que subirnos en la mula y todas esas cosas, mejorar en ese sentido la calidad. Porque la verdad, hemos hecho inversiones y tenemos que seguir haciendo en nuestra finca para Ahora con la pandemia nos ha tocado mejorar lo de los baños y los camarotes para ellos. Los, los, ahora en esta época de cosecha, entonces han sido inversiones y cada vez nos espera más y quisiéramos hacer más la verdad. So she said, let me start backwards. She goes, COVID, the COVID has made it, and, and, and Asif mentioned this as well. COVID has uh, requires them to have much better uh, health situation, particularly in the sanitation area. So, so they, they, they want to focus uh, more, resources on, on more resources on that and make an investment, okay, and then and continue to do so. Um, Luisa also, basically going back, she says she wants to produce the best coffee in Colombia, make it better and better for everybody. And she also mentioned this, the same requirement of, you know, of uh, mule-drawn and, and, and Um, manual labor and you know put in place a pulley system to make it easier this will translate into a better crop of coffee and, and better coffee beans for everybody this has been really incredible and i appreciate both of you taking time to talk to me um mi español es muy malo pero gracias mucho para uh para tu tiempo time That's not right. Practica con nosotros tu español. Sí, sí. Uh, mi familia soy de Cuba 
y cuando yo, yo fui a Colombia, no puedo comprender nadie. <risa> Pero tienes que venir a Santa Marta para que vengas a Colombia y vamos a la finca en la Sierra Nevada. Y Fernando, esperemos que pase la pandemia y nos podamos ver. Claro que sí. You understand? I think I got most of that. She invited you to the farm, okay? She invited you to Sierra Nevada. Okay. Oh, that would be so lovely. Uh, when I was in, uh, I was in Huila for... Um, Barista and farmer, and we were in the when we were in the Highlands. I was like, I cannot understand the Spanish. Um, it was tough. It's it's interesting to see the different um, how how different Spanish is when you go from country to country. Ignacio, again, can we get them to describe the taste of their coffee? They may be saying something that we haven't captured in our writing. Luisa says you just once that will what she says is her coffee just tastes of. The delirium, the extraordinary, fantastic. Okay, and 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 uh, Astrid says her coffee. She wants her coffee to taste like life. Okay, to 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 be a sample of what life should be. Okay, I mean, I, look, I'm sorry, I'm gushing, Ashley. I just, I, I'm, you know, I followed these women. It's just extraordinary to to be in a listen to them, and and this isn't the first time, and it's just so enjoyable. To listen to them, okay? Yeah. Luis, le cedo la palabra a Don Luis. Ashley, thank you very much. Everybody, thank you very much. Luisa y Astrid, como siempre, muchísimas gracias. Ustedes siempre tan especiales con nosotros y con amor perfecto. Siempre dispuestas y para amor perfecto para todo el equipo nuestro. En verdad, es un honor poderle mostrar al mundo el trabajo que ustedes hacen en las fincas. Es un trabajo maravilloso, del que yo como colombiano me siento muy orgulloso. Siéntanse ustedes muy orgullosas. Y yo creo que esta unión con el tema de Frida Kahlo va a permitir darle una mayor visibilidad al trabajo de las mujeres en las fincas. No solamente cuando son propietarias de la finca, sino todo lo que pasa en una finca que hacen las mujeres que nunca son vistas. Uh, I don't know if Ashley follow me, but the idea is I'm thanking them and saying that in this uh, cooperation with Frida Kahlo, uh, it will help us to show not only the work of these two ladies that are the owners of the farm, but also all the work that is done by the women at the farm level. They are the ones that cook for the pickers. They are the ones that always be outside of the husband support him and helping and growing the child and uh, helping with the, uh, other crops like the vegetables, tomatoes and so on. Uh, most of the time they are in charge of the, the, the protein, the hens, the pigs and that job is never, uh, is, is never shown, nobody looks at it and I think is the main pillar of any coffee farm. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, thank you for making and thank you, uh, you folks uh, so available. This has been such a lovely experience. Um, and thank you again, Donna Luisa y Donna Astrid. I really appreciate your time. That was Astrid Medina and Luisa de Salazar, along with a number of different voices from the Amor Perfecto team who I have to extend a huge thanks for making this happen. 
all uh, through just a couple of questions through talking to each other. So thank you again for making this possible. And if you want to learn more about Amor Perfecto and the Frida Kahlo Project, you can go to their website, amorperfecto.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. I'm just looking for a better day. Boss Barista is produced by me, Ashley Rodriguez. You can find a transcription of this episode on my newsletter, along with an accompanying article about this episode every Thursday at bossbarista.substack.com. To support the show, you can visit www.patreon.com bossbarista. We have over 80 patrons supporting the show right now, which is incredible. And that helps keep the show alive. We pay guests through this fund, we pay for website hosting, and we make donations. Half of our patron donations are currently pledged to five different nonprofits, each at $50 a month. Asada's Daughters, the Loveland Foundation, the Native American Rights Fund, the Grocery Run Club, and the Chicago Community Bond Fund. Again, if you want to support Boss Barista, consider making a monthly donation at www.patreon.com slash bossbarista. Another amazing way to support the show is to share this episode with just one person, a friend, someone who you think would learn something from this episode, anybody. Sharing on social media is also a huge help along with giving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. As a small production, these things matter a lot. So if you can take a little time, share out some of your favorite quotes from this episode, and tag us. That would be amazing. We're at Boss Barista Podcast on Instagram and Boss underscore Barista on Twitter. You can also send me an email at bossbaristapodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week.